This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Uh, Chris Lee, WRAL TV 5 Sports, uh, also the Panthers Playbook podcast. Uh, do, you have, do you have a wrestling event, by the way, this weekend? I, I do not have any wrestling at all this weekend, but I am looking forward to the future Adam Gold Bowl. <laughs> that would be cool. Would be uh, yes, the uh, the payout for the Adam Gold Bowl will be a record low payout. Uh, <laughs> but that's uh, it would be fun, and it would be in an exotic location. Uh, it would be in Asheville, North Carolina. Love it. It's yeah. absolutely fitting. I love Asheville. Why not? I think all bowl games should be in places that I really would like to go there. Uh, I would put a bowl game in Charleston. I would put a bowl game in Asheville. Uh, two of my, I would put one in Savannah. I would put one in Wilmington because I love all of those places. I love other places too. Uh, we don't have to go, you know, lo- list off all of my favorite cities. Uh, but let me let me start with uh, with our friend Lavelle Moton, who is on the precipice of HBCU men's basketball history. Um, and I saw the uh, the note put out by. Uh, Central yesterday. He's going to come on with us on Monday. Can't do it today, obviously. They're preparing for the game tonight. Um, if he becomes, I guess it's the all-time winningest HBCU coach, right? Um, if it be, if, if As he moves higher up that list, what sticks out to you about the Lavelle Moton story? Um, I love the fact that it has so much of a, of a local tie there as well. Um, just a, a kid who, you know, went to Enloe High School um, and grew up in the Raleigh area and then came and played at, um, at North Carolina Central and then coming back to that same school um, to do the work that he's done. Uh, but I also think it's also indicative of kind of what happens to great coaches on the HBCU level, right? Like mm-hmm. right now Deion Sanders is the only one to leave uh, at HBCU school and, and get, like, a major job that we can think of off the top of our heads. You know, I'm sure there have been others who maybe had, you know, certain jobs or whatever, but not those big, high-profile um, types of jobs. And I would argue that a Lavelle Moton could certainly go to a Power 5 school and uh, have a, a, a similar level of success uh, at, at some of those uh, some of those areas. And so... Uh, I think it shows that there is great coaching on HBCU level, uh, whether it's D1 or D2, and um, and that, you know, those coaches probably also deserve uh, higher opportunities elsewhere as well. Now, I don't, I'm not trying to push him out the door. I don't want to see him go anywhere right. selfishly. You know, uh, you know, he's great for the area. He's, you know, with all of his, um, you know, um, philanthropic work and stuff around the area and also great for North Carolina Central. But it also would be cool to see a local guy who uh, came from the Raleigh area, went to Central, coached at Central, get a good opportunity um, at, a, at a larger school as well at some point. So um, you, you, you covered all of it. <laughs> you covered all of it there. Uh, I had a long conversation. Oh, no, I'm it's sorry. fine. No, 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 questions. it's good. No, no. Um, uh, we, but the, the stuff about not getting the opportunity to coach – at a, uh, at a at a bigger school uh, is to me it's it's a failure of leadership at other places and it's a lack of respect that somebody who has 
look, he took Central from Division Two to Division yeah. One basketball. And it's not like they don't play good basketball in the MEAC or the SWAC, right? In the, at the HBC in the HBCU conferences, it doesn't help that some of these leagues have uh, have seen good teams leave for greener pastures. Most of that is about football, uh, but it hasn't helped because well, what there were six teams in the MEAC for football this year, right? Uh, which yes. is it's just silly that that league is disintegrated the way it has. Uh, but it's a lack of respect for the uh, for those leagues, uh, and the fact that people can't see that somebody like Lavelle has built a program over time. And granted, it's been built a lot on transfers, but mm-hmm. isn't that the way sports is going? Isn't that the way college sports is going? Like, no offense to Damon Stoudemire at Georgia Tech uh, or Josh Pastner before him, but I argued that my gosh. Why isn't Georgia Tech looking at Lavelle Moton? Right, and it's I mean, it's a glaring it's a glaring uh, I mean it's a dereliction of duty at so many universities to not even they don't even consider them. I, I 100% agree with you because you know, and it's not even just the the building of the program and uh, the wins that's come uh, his way and, and going to the NCAA tournament as many times as they as they have because they've won the MEAC. But also, like, his connections and his Rolodex is pretty deep, right? Like, and because of him, Central's been um, featured so many different times on a national level. He's raised their profile. And, you know, when you think about the history, you know, 20, 30 years now, when we're thinking about the legacy of North Carolina Central and basketball, you're right. When it comes down to the D1, um, you know, era, it's really all about Lavelle Moton. At some point, he needs to have a building over there named after him. They, they might need to play in uh, in Moton Arena or, or something mm-hmm. like that on that campus. But um, he could absolutely do the same for another university if given the opportunity. Uh, and he'd have so many different supporters um, behind him, and um, you know, and, and guys to help him, you know, uh, do a good job and raise the profile of whatever school he decides to go to. But if it's going to be here at Central uh, for for forever, then we'd absolutely love that here for us locally. Uh, but for him and his career and his legacy, I would absolutely love to see him get uh, an opportunity elsewhere for sure. Uh, and this other stuff you mentioned, what he has done for his community. Um, yeah. Man, every, every major university would want to sell that as – you know, somebody who cares about where he is. And, yes, this is where he was from, is from. So the fact that I was down there at the dedication of Lavelle Moton Park, uh, and I'm telling you, man, the the outpouring of love and what he has done for uh, his community and the and Raleigh. Is, and, look, he coaches in Durham, but he is from Raleigh. It's just an incredible, incredible story. Um, all, right, all right, so uh, State got themselves a quarterback, and now uh, the uh, the Wolfpack fans have already declared next year the year they win the league. Adam Golden Studio with my man, Coach Pete DeRuta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. You have a 401k, but you're changing jobs. You're taking that 401k with you. Next step. Well, a lot of people leave it behind, which is not a good thing. I mean, if you're not at the company anymore, your 401k shouldn't either. And that's when it's time for my 401k survival Oh, oh look box at that. Set. You see it right here. I've got workbooks, <laughs> guidebooks, DVDs in here that explain everything about your 401k. More importantly, how to build a lifetime income. It's a $300 value. I'm also going to give you a total retirement plan, which is a $1,000 value for the next 18 of you who call right now. No cost or obligation. Call. 
888-843-0013 or text Adam to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. <laughs> why are you laughing? Why, I, I, why I mean, are you laughing? <laughs> you, you, you're not an NC State fan if you don't feel like you can do that every single week. Oh, uh, man. They had such a great finish to the season. <laughs> I, I, don't, I, I am not throwing any shade on anybody having that kind of a feel. Uh, no, listen, that's not shade at all. <laughs> right. That's not shade at all. I, I really admire how loyal they are because there's a lot of other fan bases, and I won't name any, um, that will jump off <laughs> at that, the first sight of, of any type of uh, adversity. NC State is loyal. Sure. Oh yeah. Uh there 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 is no doubt. But I've seen the other side of that too. Uh and uh, I think all fan base I think all fan bases are a lot more similar than they want to give uh themselves credit. Um what is what is your view of we we talked with Tim Donnelly yesterday about Bryce Young. What is your view of where Bryce is and I contend they would be better served by letting Andy Dalton finish the season. Darren Gant told us yesterday that it would be a bad, uh, it would be a bad look for Bryce if he didn't finish. If they had Andy Dalton finish and Bryce was still healthy, uh, but man, I don't. I just don't think they're growing him at all at this point in the year. Um, it's hard to see where there's growth because uh, we're not in his head. We don't see what he sees out of his eyes, but you'd have to think that, you know, the exposure to the different teams, the different defenses he's seen uh, has to at some point pay dividends. It may not pay dividends this year. You know, you can pretty much throw this, this year away. Uh, and also speaking of fan bases that jump off at the first side of adversity, but um, you know, that's one of those, that's one of those things where we're not going to be able to see that. And, I, but I think it's hard to, evaluate him with when we think about what quarterbacks are able to do and how effective they are I think we we automatically have some assumptions in mind we assume the coaching staff is together and locked in sync right they're yeah. lockstep with each other we assume that the offensive line is at least serviceable to keep him upright we assume that he has at least a few wide receivers who can run the right routes and catch the balls if it's thrown right on their numbers. We assume that they are in a, in a scheme that works with their skill set. I'm not sure he has any of those four that I just named. <laughs> so it's not even – I don't even know how to evaluate him or to see if he's growing because, like, you know, you can't – you literally can't build a house if there's no foundation. And we're looking at the, the roof and, and the windows wondering if they, they look good and they're done and, you know, and all that, but the, the foundation is sinking. And so that's not the part that we need to really worry about right now. So I'm just not sure what we can evaluate from Bryce Young from this season. Maybe um, after these experiences, if certain things are, are better in place for the Carolina Panthers over the next couple of years and we see that stuff, then we'll be in better position to, to talk about that part. But I just, I'm just not sure what he can do. And I, I would be with you. I'd, I'd sit him just because if this is going to be your guy in the future – and he, he's on pace to be sacked 60 times this year, like, why put him in harm's way? I mean, he's 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 dealt with it, man. It's funny. I remember at the beginning of the year or uh, in the draft process, you can't draft him. He's too small. He'll break. Yeah, the two big guys uh, are hurt. <laughs> I mean, yeah. again, I'm not I'm not knocking anything. I'm just saying that anybody can get hurt. Cam Newton's right. as big a quarterback as we've seen, 
And Cam Newton got busted in half. Uh, you know, he had his shoulder destroyed with, uh, right. you know, two injuries. So no matter how big you are, you can get hurt. I mean, offensive and defensive linemen get hurt, too. Uh, so I understand different positions. Chris Lee, I appreciate your time, man. Uh, have, a, you. uh, have a great weekend. I'll talk to you down the road. And you have a happy holidays if I don't get a chance to speak to you uh, until after. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. You, too. You, too. All right, man. Thank you. All right, man. Jake, I'm getting worried. My house hunt's taking longer than expected. We've made so many offers and keep losing out. You could really use the JAG Advantage. What's the JAG Advantage? The Jim Allen Group, number one real estate team in the state since 1996 with the largest inventory of home sites in the Triangle, 11,000. And they rep more than 65 communities. The Jim Allen Group? Oh, I get it. The JAG Advantage. Score with the Jim Allen Group at thejagadvantage.com. Equal housing opportunity.